Good evening, Saints fans and NFLers around the world. Welcome to the Who Dat Dish podcast. You know what it is, the best Saints podcast on the planet. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is a very special episode, not only for the guests that we have on today, but this is also the first episode of the Who Dat Dish podcast that is streaming live on Facebook right now as I'm speaking. Um, so be sure to go to that uh, Who Dat Dish Facebook page and you can rewatch it with, with Tyler and read the comments as everything is going on live. Um, and, and we will be getting some live questions in as well during this. But uh, I, I'm your host, Dayton Brown. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, what's up, everyone? I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. We've got a very special episode tonight. We'll be discussing the chances of the Saints going 9-2 when they take on the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. We'll be looking at the latest news and headlines from our favorite team. And last but certainly not least, we'll be answering fan questions. With us to help create this amazing episode tonight, Saints fan Mark George from Twitter. How's it going, Mark? Man, pretty good. <laughs> welcome to the show, Mark. Welcome, welcome. Thanks, Dayton. Thanks, Dayton. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm ex- I'm pretty good. I'm excited, man. Like I said, it's my first time. You know, first time on a podcast. Period. So it's you know kind of awesome. Different. Awesome. Really so. excited to have you on. Honored to be your first uh, podcast appearance. Probably of many. Yeah, man. In the Same. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. It's definitely. I'm a big fan of the show, so I, you know I enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, so shall we move on to Let's our go. first amazing segment of the night? So, Mark, one of the reasons why I picked you tonight is because you're, you're at least from my experience, you're always active on Twitter when it comes to the Saints. You always have something to say, whether that be good <laughs> yeah. or bad. Uh, you're pretty smart, you know, opinionated when it comes to Saints, and I appreciate that. So without further ado, we wanted to ask you some questions to familiarize you with our audience and our audience with you. So I'll start off. How long have you been a Saints fan for? Man, that's one like that's one of those questions, you know, growing up in South Louisiana, it's just kind of hard to really answer that because it's like, you know, you just wake up one day and you're a Saints fan, you know. So but as far as I could think back, the very first game that I remember, like, cheering on as a Saints fan would be in 06 when, you know, when we got Reggie Bush, because, you know, I just kind of like Reggie Bush being a running back. He was just someone that, you know, I kind of idolized in college as is probably every Every football fan probably idolized Roger Bush at USC. Mm-hmm. So, and it just so happened he got drafted to the Saints that, you know, that that year. So, that's the first time I remember being, you know, cheering for him. I mean, I haven't been to the Superdome. I've been to games where Aaron Brooks was there, but I was probably 10, 11 years old. So, I wouldn't really call myself a true fan then. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can go off of that. Or, like I said, I, I consider it 06 was when I, I first got I realized I was a fan fan. That, yeah. That would be around the time. Yeah. I was a huge fan of uh, Reggie Bush at USC as well. My, myself, yeah, yeah. longtime friend Levi, uh, him and I were just always rooting for Reggie. And, yeah, 2006 was a great year for the Saints because you got Reggie Bush in the mm-hmm. draft and you got Sean Payton, head coach, and you got Drew Brees. Yeah. And it was a rebirth of the team, so to speak. And, and I, I mean, that that's one of the best, so to speak, bandwagons to jump on at the time. And I think a lot yeah. of people did. And but most of those people have stayed uh, because of you know how great New right. Orleans is and whatnot. So yeah, I'm on the same boat as you. Um, as far as this team, the 2017 New Orleans team, um, what do you think their floor currently, right now speaking? What do you think their floor is? Looking at the rest of their schedule, and what do you think their ceiling is? Maybe going into playoffs. Okay, floor at eight and two. Huh, that's tough because even though you know I hate the Falcons, but. Right. They're still going to be a challenge. The, the Panthers are still going to be a challenge. And that's three games we got left right there. Uh, I think we can beat the Bucks. Um, I would like to say we can beat the Jets. 
So the Rams are going to be a tough one. So I can say we we can lose four more games. So that that put us at what twelve? I mean, not is it ten and six? Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say ten and six would be the floor. That, that's that's what I see it as. Um, the ceiling, obviously. I, I think we we got a Super Bowl roster um, from the coach on down. From the GM on down, I feel like we got a Super Bowl, you know, a chance. So Super Bowl, Super Bowl, definitely the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I think yeah. so too. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that right now. You know, as easy as this, as the schedule looks right now for the Saints, there are a lot yeah. of things you shouldn't underestimate. You know, I think the Rams right. are gonna be a good challenge. Some people are even saying, you know, don't underestimate the Jets too. Right. So next one I've got for you, Mark, is what do you think the season like this season has? Uh, what do you think the biggest surprise of this season has been for you so far? The biggest surprise. I would go with how fast the defense has has transitioned to being a, I would say, dominant defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going from the last, let's say, three years when we've been going to 7-9, they've, they've been, you know, to be honest, garbage. You know, so to take yeah. that that transition so fast. And as a Saints fan, we, all, we always optimistic during the offseason that, you know, hey, we've gotten better. And, you know, the recent years, we've been saying that every every year, and it ain't happened, you know. So this year, going into the season, we're like, hey, we got better. We got AJ Klein coming in. We got Marshawn Lattimore, you know. And we we expected realistic fans at least expected us to be for better w- would be a top twenty defense, you know. And yeah, the way they're playing, we we can say they're a top five defense right now. So I, I would just say I'm more surprised at how fast the defense that that jump the defense has taken, you know. Yeah, I agree. That'd be it. I agree. Yeah, they're able to pick themselves up, which I think the biggest surprise to me is is how poorly they did in the first two games and how great they've done. Like right. a, a flip switched or something. There they, they was something that that went on there. Um, yeah. Speaking of the schedule for the remainder of the season, uh, what what game are you looking forward to most this season? Is it gonna be? Is is it this Sunday? Huge matchup? Is it, it the, the Falcons game? Perhaps. Uh, I I would have to go with this weekend, man. Okay. Um, I like it against the Rams. That's a a very young team as we are, and they're up and coming um, as I feel like we are. Um, it's going to be a test. They, they have, you know, they have some things that can give us fits on both sides of the ball. So I feel like not including last week with the Redskins, I feel like this is the next biggest test of, of what, what we're made of or what we got and how we match up against, you know, the elites or right. the good teams and the NFC at least. So that's why I would say the Rams. I, and, you know, the next one would be the Falcons. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see us against them, even <laughs> though the Falcons haven't had, you know, a good a year that everybody came in thinking they would going right. back to the Super Bowl. Um, they're still a team that's going that, that would challenge us. Uh, it's a division game. They're, they're going to be rowdy to play us, same as yeah. us um, to them. So that that's going to be another test. I, I can see both of those games being close and can be swung either way. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. I think it's crazy right now how so much has come up to this point right now. You know, we're yeah. 12 weeks into the season, and you have a Los Angeles Rams team that nobody thought before the season started was he, was even going to be in contention for right. NFC West, let alone the <laughs> NFC as a whole. So I think it's going to be a good game. And the last one I've got for you as we kick things off, Mark, is how have you thought the season has turned out so far? Any initial thoughts you thought of, you know, this team, you know, maybe before the season? Now, so many weeks into the season, it's been a roller coaster. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> during the summer, the, the preseason, you know, we're looking at this defense like, you know, wow, we, we we got a top five defense, you know. And then the first two week hit us. First two weeks hit us, and it's like, oh uh, yeah, 
well, back to you know back to back to reality. And yeah. then you know the next nine weeks, and we're going to eight game win streak. So it's back. We're back on our higher horses. Um, so it's just been an up and down experience right now. And and for the last nine weeks, like I say, we've been up. So let, let's hope we stay. You know, stay there instead of. Um, going back down so i would say so far the season's turned out good it's more good than bad yeah We've i agree seen a lot of a lot of progress from you know players so I, I i would go with that it's been a good season so far yeah hopefully this uh this sunday isn't going to be our first loss uh because this is for sure the toughest game we've had during this mm-hmm. this eight game win streak uh, we, right. you know, we didn't have to face Aaron Rodgers, um, mm-hmm. and you know, Tampa Bay was hobbling when we played them, and we caught Carolina on a good day, um, for yeah. us at least. But uh, this this Rams team, even though they just got beat by Minnesota a week ago, mm-hmm. th- this moves us to our, our second topic. We're going to preview the Saints Rams game, which will be in Los Angeles. Uh, eight and two Saints will be on the road again. Um, facing against the seven and three Rams, um, well, a little interesting tidbit here: the Rams are allowing over 120 rushing yards to opposing teams uh, per game average. And last week, Latavius Murray had 15 attempts, 95 yards, two touchdowns, and total they allowed 171 rushing yards against the Vikings. And of course, the Saints right now are averaging 144 yards per game uh, on the ground alone. So, so, so that's something to for sure look out for. But um, yep. I, I, I'll go to you first, Mark. Is okay. this game like how winnable is this game? Like, like obviously this is going to be the toughest, like you alluded to. But is it more winnable than than we're thinking, or or is it, or is it going to be as tough as as we're expecting? Now it's really hard to put that in perspective to be more like an easier game, pretty much because it's like the things that the Rams can do can you know like I said they can hurt us. The Rams have have speed on a receiver with Sammy uh, Watkins and and Tavon Austin. Uh, Robert Woods is out. He's a, that's that's kind of mm-hmm. another break we done caught this week, this yeah. uh, this year. But that team is explosive, and not to mention, you know, the guy they have in the backfield, he's pretty good, uh, Ty Curley. <laughs> so they, one thing about them, they, they're kind of like the Redskins can put up points in bunches. Um, yeah. Obviously, if you look at the game last week, that didn't happen. But you know, they're going against arguably the best defense in the NFL. So, but they can score. So it's. We have to run the ball. Like you said, you alluded to, they they aren't that good against the run. That yeah. plays into our favor. Obviously, we have um our our main thing on offense this year is to run the ball. So to win the game, we have to run the ball. So if we can run the ball, I think we we come away with that win. Yeah, and so. to go off what you just said, Mark, I think this game. You know, I think a few weeks ago, as we were you know looking ahead for our opponents, as you know who are the who is the Saints' biggest matchup going to be. Where is, you know, as this uh, win streak starts to kick off, where what's going to be the one team that really holds the Saints and gives them a loss? And I, I think it's crazy yeah. to saw how um, no one really expected the Redskins to uh, almost be that team. Almost. But we got yeah. that. But well, uh, I think, you know, I think for me personally, I think a lot of Saints fans can agree. Um, I think a few weeks ago, I thought the Rams were a lot, were a lot more you know, they were they look like a lot better team than what they really are right now. We mm-hmm. saw what the Vikings did to them. You know, right. we aren't too far away from the Vikings right now. We have a better quarterback. They have a better defense. It's an on and off. I think right. we, if we run it down the throats, uh, this is going to be a very winnable game. I think you know, and we'll we'll get into this later. Um, we might have a couple Saints who uh missed a game last week back, mm-hmm. so that might help. But uh, what yeah. about you, game? What do you think? 
How about the Saints against the Rams? Well, uh, one interesting thing I, I, I just want to say this right now: uh, yeah. the Sams or the, the Rams all season long have been top five in yards per play. Vegas loves. Mm-hmm. They love teams who who are, are tops in the league in yards per play. That you know you know Vegas loves to, uh, I guess, reward high powered offenses. That's exactly what the Rams are. I think that's why they're. Right. I, I just look. They're two and a half points favored in this game. Uh, granted, yep. we're only we're only a game better than them, but the, the momentum we've built, I think that we've beaten better teams than they have, and they just kind of had a a lapse a week ago. But uh, I, I, think I didn't the, know they were favored. They, I didn't they're know favored that, by two and a half yeah, okay. points. Um, in and you know a stadium that they can't fill up. So it's a little bit interesting <laughs> to me. I, I think I think Vegas is doing that again because of how many yards per play. So uh, I think that that's what we have to look out for. But I don't think exactly. we, should be, we should be too scared. Uh, our our offense is far more dominant than they are. Uh, I, just looking at the numbers statistically, uh, rushing we average more and passing we even average more. Even though this is kind of like a Jared Goff, uh, you know, coming out revitalization party. Um, right. And then our defense is seven yards better per game as well, uh, which which you know isn't a huge advantage, but that that means we're pretty much offset in that area. So you know, just taking those bare numbers, um, I, I I don't think this game will be. As close as people are thinking, I definitely don't think the Rams should be two-and-a-half-point favorites. But, uh, I mean, Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, like you said, Sammy Watkins, any of those guys can go off at at, at, at any time. Uh, We're lucky Robert Woods is out. And their defensive Mm -hmm. line is still one of the best in the league. Uh, You have Robert Quinn and and Michael Brockers and, you know, these just talented football players. Aaron Donald uh, are arguably – the best defensive line, possibly front seven in the league with Alec Ogletree uh, out there in the middle. Uh, so so I think that that is something, but uh, their defensive numbers don't really show it. It, it, it doesn't show that they're dominating. That's Again, surprising, yeah. It, which is really surprising, right? It's kind of like looking at the talent on paper, looking at their numbers on paper. It just doesn't match up uh, when you compare them. Uh, so, yeah, the, the rushing, we're, we're going to have to run the ball, like you said, Mark. Um, so, yeah. so give me the, the best strengths. Um, obviously, running for the Saints and weakness mm-hmm. for for the Vikings is going to be um, us, uh, them stopping our run. Um, what, right. Do you think that there are any other X factors going into this besides that? Like, like give me give me an X factor besides that. You know, obvious little st- statistical output. Okay, I think um, we have to to stop the one stop the run, which is obviously and that's going to be every game. You know, mm-hmm. but we have to make make Jared Goff has been great this year, but we have to make him be the one to to beat us. And that's kind of what they struggled with last week. Uh, Ty Gurley wasn't able to, you know, do Ty Gurley things against the Vikings defense. So we have to, you know, copy that and, and try to make Jared Goff throw the ball around to beat us. Right. Uh, like you said earlier, and, and I said they're a big play offense, passing-wise at least. And you can okay. say running-wise with Ty Gurley. But they want the big the big play. They want to go deep. Um, so, you know, you, you shut down the run game, make them one-dimensional just throwing the ball and. You know that that play that plays right into our hands. Uh, I don't know the numbers exactly offhand, but the Saints haven't really been giving up big plays. Mm-hmm. You know, last week they gave up a couple of pass plays. I mean, I'm in talking in the passing game. They haven't been right. giving up really big pa- plays yeah. in the passing game, and that can be credit. I haven't looked looked too much into it. That that can be credit to Marcus Williams, who mm-hmm. I, I I think fans aren't giving enough credit to. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you you look into the numbers. We aren't giving up those 40, 40 yard pass plays, those fifty yard pass plays. You know. And, and like I said, that can just be to Marcus Williams being being back there, and you yeah. know quarterback not not testing it. So that's that's what I yeah. think it is. Just we got we got to stop the run. Make make Jared Goff be the one to to yeah. win that game for the Rams. 
Yeah, Marcus Marcus Williams, the rookie, too, stepping up, playing that greatly. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. He doesn't get enough credit. You know, he he doesn't have the interceptions, so that kind of may may persuade the fans the opposite way. The the, the, the stat box fans, at least, the ones that, you know, go go look at the stats, and he doesn't have 10 picks. Yeah. He's not that good this year. Exactly, exactly. And the funny part is, uh, speaking of rookies, you know, uh, Sean Payton had – uh, the four first rookies we picked up, he had first-round mm-hmm. grades on all of them. And come to find out that, you know, um, these rookies have all been so productive. You have Alvin Kamara, who's been a beast for New Orleans, like a mini Marshawn Lynch, but better. You have Mark yeah. Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, the GOAT. It's just everything right now. It's been so crazy. But uh, as we move on to our next one, Mark, who do you think needs to step up? And who do you think needs to be like a playmaker for the Saints of this week if we want to win? Not to not to be I'm not going to try to use a star player like I can say Cam Jordan, you know, so I think it's more about someone like Tyler Davis and David Animata in the middle. Like I said, stop the run. That's going to be the 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 key to this game. If if Ty Gurley isn't getting going, then uh, I think our chances increase that much. So uh, I'll use a combination of Tyler Davidson and uh, David Animata. I like that. I like that. What Uh, do you think? I would say I. I'm going to go with an obvious pick here, but I, but I think it's really important if he's able mm-hmm. to ball out again and, and just how versatile and important he is to this offense. I, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. Um, there you I, go. I mean, I mean, just his versatility alone, like we rely on him for so many things, passing, um, uh, r- rushing on the ground, obviously. I mean, I mean, he just does all the little things, runs routes right. really nicely. So, you know, if, if he's able to get his touches, uh, I, I would, I would also say Brandon Coleman would be in the mix because he, he's always a mm-hmm. uh, big play guy down the field, but just Kamara's versatility, how important he is to us. I gotta go. All I right. mean, I know, I know it's an obvious pick, but I mean, he's just so important to our offense already. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. What about you, Tyler? Want to hear who I've got? Let's go. Uh, let's see here. So obviously, with Alex Okafor, fortunately out to IR. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Negative news there. It sucks. Trey Hendrickson, the guy that everybody says yeah. apparently I look like, which is I think. <laughs> but um, I thought you looked so like I, I thought you looked like Bubble Bass from SpongeBob. Isn't that what they said <laughs> oh on Twitter? Isn't oh that? <laughs> but, um, so uh, Trey Hendrickson, you guys have me blushing now. But um, uh, hey, how you doing? So Trey Hendrickson, right now, obviously, he's on limited snaps because of Okafor was mainly the other guy opposite of Jordan. I think, personally, we'll get into the questions later about it because a lot of you guys are really interested to know what do we think about who's going to be stepping up with Okafor out. But I think right now, Sean Payton loves Trey Hendrickson. I think right now he's probably going to get more snaps, uh, you know, compared to, like, Haole Kitaha, you know, um, Al-Qaeda Muhammad, who's still really raw. So I think if... The Saints want to really uh, knock Jerry Goff around and throw everything off. It's gonna need, mm-hmm. it's gonna need to be Trey Hendrickson stepping up and creating that dual threat from both sides. You know who are you gonna be more worried about? Yeah, Trey Hendrickson and his nasty moves or Cameron Jordan. You know, but well, that's right. My You've been a big fan of Hendrickson ever since he came to the team too, Tyler. Yeah. So no? so yeah, it's his time to step up, and I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, Speaking speak- of Hendrickson, I, I'm. I'm excited about uh, Muhammad. This, I, yes. I think he's going to be active. Yes. So I was just I about to bring him up. Is. Yeah. Were you? <laughs> Mark and I were just talking about him yesterday. Uh, Mark, you love his aggressiveness. Yeah. I really like his athletic ability. He's right. a rookie. He's so uh, big. Too. He's yeah. huge. He's huge. He's yeah. Have you seen him in the team photos? He's huge. He's really yeah. He, re- he, he reminds me of like a, a, a more attitude having Cam Jordan. Not, yeah, not to good. say he's Cam Jordan, you know, right. but his, his play style. He doesn't. He's not overly 
fast. He's not overly strong, but he he he's just like I, it's something about him that that he wins with, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and I want to see that nastiness that he played with in the preseason. I think he's uh, yeah. he's going to bring you a different element to that defensive end position, you know, without Okafor there. So I'm excited yeah. to. If I mean, obviously we don't know for sure, but right. I would assume he would be he would be active so. this game. So I really yeah, hope so. And I, I think agree. he would get some snaps. You know, even yeah. if that, that's limited, maybe some ten pass rush snaps or whatever. Yeah, hey, but I just I just want to see that motor. Yeah, he has yeah. a different motor that we honestly right. don't don't have on this team. Like, yeah, even you know it's just different. So I'm excited to see that. I, I want to see what he can do. Yeah, he's been yeah. out of football for way too long. Like like yeah, you didn't play what a year between the, the last time he played and when he was drafted. And he's right. also been, you know, healthy scratched and active for, for a lot of these mm-hmm. games. I'd love to see him go. Um, yeah. Speaking of somebody who has stepped up, Ted Ginn Jr., I want to give him some credit. Absolutely. Read the stat on yeah. Twitter. Uh, I, I think one of you guys tweeted it or retweeted it, uh, but I, uh, throughout his career he was 51.4%, uh, you know, completion from his targets. This year it's up to 81.2%. So he's catching – That's where you get me at, for, for every 10 balls, he's yeah. catching eight of them. And yeah, you yeah. can you can credit Drew Brees for that absolutely. But he's he's made some really nice catches this season as well. Clutch catches that catch against right. Carolina, his former team. Yeah. You know that that kind of back shoulder feed, great throw by the way. But it, you know it's a yeah. catch. He had to be acrobatic. It seems like every game. <laughs> I think he had two against Washington alone of just downfield passes that he's able to hold on to. So great great the pickup by game. Loomis in the Green Bay game yeah. too. Yep. I remember he came back one from one from Drew uh, that game. But, man, I was talking, I can't remember who it was, over the summer after we signed him. And, you know, all the fans would talk about uh, how he couldn't catch. Right. And, and whatever, uh, going off for, you know, his past and, and, and mainly his years in Carolina. But when you think about it, Cam Newton throws five times harder than Drew. Like, yep, yeah. Like, literally, about yeah. five times harder than Drew. So, that's, it's, it's, a, it's just an easier ball to, to right. you know, to catch. Yeah. Um, and, and that's playing a big factor into it. Uh you know that that's how I look at it. I think he's stepping up big time. Um, he's not having the the you know the fifty yard catches like everybody thought he would when we brought him in. But mm-hmm. he's making he's catching those dig routes and those post yeah. routes, those yeah. hitches. You know the, the short yard, uh, the the medium yard routes. I would mm-hmm. say. So I, I think that's it. And and he's a good decoy. You know. Yeah. Um, you know so people have to respect his speed. Still, he's yeah. what thirty one, thirty two. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's lost crazy. a step. Yeah, right. I don't know if he's lost a step since he was drafted. Um, but so, and, and safeties are respecting him. Cornerbacks uh, are respecting him, and and that's when Mike Thomas comes in and, and catch a fifteen yard dig underneath his post route. You know, yeah, that that, that plays a big factor into it. Another so, guy from the Ohio State University making plays <laughs> for the Saints uh, this yep. season has been for a couple of years. Um, yeah, Saints yeah. up north. Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Urban Meyer to the Saints to. Yeah, twenty two, right? No, no. Uh, Tyler, right. anything else you want to say before we get to score predictions? Anything else about the game? Any okay. other tidbit stats? Uh, I just think right now that the Saints are going to need to dominate on all cylinders if they mm-hmm. want to get this win. I think right now, although the Rams have looked, you know, bleak at times, you know, because uh, they only had that one main drive against Minnesota, the, the, the Minnesota yeah. essentially. They cut him loose, you know. They didn't really let him do anything, and I just think that's mm-hmm. really funny. Now you have this Rams team, who is first place in their division, who practically got strangled to death by Minnesota. But um, yeah, I'm hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I, hopefully, I want to see um Ingram and Kamara, you know, that two-headed beast over there go off again. I think that'd be really cool. 
especially considering I have them both both on my fantasy team. But, um, You're cheating. Do, Mark, You're cheating, man. No, it's all good. Cheesing it. Cheesing it. It's a cheat to have both of those guys. Yeah. Do we have do do we have any uh, questions from the Facebook Live yet? Uh no. Okay, we okay. have a few comments. Cool. We've got Ev Lyons, uh, who uh, watches us uh, periodically. How's it going, Ev? We've got uh, John, who I know as Mario. He is on the show. So uh, how, nice. uh, shout out to you guys. We have an old friend Jake who is on the show. So shout out to you. Awesome. But nothing really yet. So no hey guys, um, as I sim- simultaneously say this. If you have any questions, feel free to send me on Twitter or, in this case, Facebook Live. So awesome. let's move on to score prediction. Uh, score predictions. What do you guys got? Well, wait, 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 Mark. Before okay. we actually move on to score predictions, real quick, anything else you want to say about the game? Yeah, true that. Any other tidbit you want to get out well, there before we go into score prediction? We haven't mentioned special teams, right? Um, Which the Rams have. Last week. Rams are really good special teams too, though. Yes, they are. They have some playmakers out there. Um, but on, on our side. Uh, this week we, we made a change with uh, Tommy Lee Lewis returning punts and he yep. looked great. And yes. I kind of called I called for that about two weeks ago or whatever <laughs> it was. Um, Ted Ginn just kind of looked uninterested, like he wasn't, you know, he, he looked conservative. So I was like, man, give Tommy Lee Lewis a shot. And then this week we did it and it paid off big. Um, he he looks juiced out there, you know. He 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 brings a little energy out there. So I I think that switch has paid off. I don't know if that was due to the coach we hired on special teams? Is that something that he's seen or what? But I like the move. Um, you're getting, you know, getting Tommy Lee Lewis involved. You know, if you think about it, he was the fifth receiver on the roster. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he's dressed on game days to play zero snaps uh, on offense, you know. So I'm glad he's, you know, he's doing something now. He was returning kicks before that, but we yep. never returned the kick. We just kneel it every time. So he he he's getting some action at least now. So that's something yes. that yeah. I agree. I like that. Yeah, Notice. special teams is, is really important for this game. Can't believe you forgot to mention it. Thanks for bringing it up, Mark. <laughs> because the Rams have two of the best uh, special teams guys. Uh, Greg yeah. Zerline, their kicker. Johnny Hecker, their punter. Two of the best mm-hmm. in the game. But the Saints also, we have one of the better kickers, at least this season, uh, Will Lutz. He's out there yeah. great punter. kicking it crazy. And uh, arguably the best punter in the game, Thomas Morrison. The GOAT. The go- I, GOAT. I, I, I would say he's the best punter in the league, but people would call I, me a homer. I would also. Yeah, yeah. me too. But yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, either. I, I yeah. love Thomas Morrison. Me Mr. Too. Consistency. Yep, exactly. That's yep. what he is. Exactly. So he's, he's been there. Did he come in 07 or? It was right yeah. after. I think, yeah, I right was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say probably right the year right afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, he's, he's been, been consistent part of the franchise for all of it. Yeah. Love it. Um, so, okay, let's get into score predictions. Mark, uh, we'll start with you. Give us a score prediction. Tell us why. I'm going to go uh, 31 Saints, 24 Rams. Okay. Okay. Um, and why, I, I do think we're going to put up points on them. And like I said, their offense is dynamic. I do think they're going to put up points. I don't think we're going to suffocate them like the Rams. I mean, like the Vikings did, but I believe that we can, you know, jump out to the league and they score a late touchdown to, to bring it a little closer. I, I do think we're the better team. Um, I, I don't think they can stop our offense running our passing, to be honest. So, you know, I think we can put up 31 comfortably on them and we get out there with the win. I like it. I like it. How about you, Tyler? Oh, okay. First off, uh, I've got to mention in our uh, Facebook Live, our feedback from everyone watching. Thank you guys for that again. Ev Lyons, uh, one of our, uh, you know, uh, someone for us who always watches this show. Shout out to you, Ev. 
He's got uh, 31-27 Saints win. I I'm going to say 35-24 Saints win. I think Saints put up a bunch of points. I don't think it's going to be Willie Sneed throwing touchdown passes last <laughs> time. But um, I would love to see maybe, uh, I don't know, some trickery, you know. I, I don't know. I, I just love seeing the Saints win, and I'd love to see that margin of victory for the team, especially considering the point spread. But how about you, Yeah. Dave? I like it. I like it. Got to give a shout-out to our editor, Rory Anderson. His score prediction, 35-28, Saints with the victory. Um, I'm going to follow suit with all of you guys. I have the Saints winning as well. Uh, I got them winning 41-31, to and I got a bold prediction right here, fellas. You heard it here first. I think the Saints will score two non-offensive touchdowns in the game. Ooh, I crazy! Can see that. I know, but I, I'm, I can, I'm, I'm, I think, I'm thinking one? a scoop and score, sack, strip, fumble, return for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking possibly. I, I I like how you brought up Tommy Lewis. I think kick, punt, return possibly could also be a touchdown. Could be explained. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That I mean, you got, you got a young head coach over there. I know he's great, but discipline can be an issue sometimes yeah. for the Rams, and we saw it last week against Minnesota. So I'm just saying possibility I for li- sure. And and we I like saw the Tommy it last Lee Lewis one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that hit he over. was really he wasn't too far from breaking that first one if I remember nope. correctly. Like yep. he had maybe one, one or two guys, and he was gone. Yep. So yep. I, I yep. think it's possible. Yeah, it All wouldn't right. surprise me. And uh, Ev mentions on uh, Facebook right now. He says Chase Daniel is a holder on some special team snaps. We could see something out there. You know, he is a True. pretty solid backup. True. So it wouldn't surprise me. You know, maybe. Like that. A fake field goal or something. I don't know. We just can't. Uh, run I thought that, it was. We just can't run the same fake field goal Seattle did last night because that was awful. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Was I thought. Awful. I thought it was Morris that was holding punts. Is it? I mean, holding uh, field goals. Is it Chase? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. Let's find out I'm from right. maybe in a little bit. But yeah, I'm not 100 yeah. we'll, sure either. I can't we'll, remember. We'll talk to our PR team. Get somebody get those stats for sure. up real quick. Yeah. Somebody give me those stats real quick. All right, I got some people on it. Um, let's move on <laughs> to a topic number three. So we all got the Saints winning. Uh, topic number three, we're just going to go into some Saints news and headlines coming into uh, Sunday during this week. Yeah. Uh, the Saints have signed former Jets and Eagles cornerback. He was a former third-round selection, uh, Dexter McDougal. Uh, fantastic last cool, name. Man. Glad to have him on the team. Uh, the Saints have placed uh, defensive end Alex Okafor on IR. We alluded to that earlier in the podcast. Oh, that's uh, big a, blow. That it hurts. Yeah, it hurts a lot. He yeah. got the game ball last week in Washington. Uh, and the Saints signed Adam Big Hill back to the practice squad after releasing him to make some room. Um, so... Uh, I, I'll start. I'll start with Tyler this time, then move on to Mark. Yep. What did you guys think of, of those moves overall? Uh, go like all three of them. What did you think their thoughts? Do you think they're a little bit connected? Obviously, in some way. Mm-hmm. What did you think of them? So I, I think first off, obviously, you know, we put Alex Okafor on injured reserve. Um, so that's obviously going to open up a spot. You brought in Dexter McDougal. I think right now, uh, from what I've been reading, that he's more of a special teams player. If anything. Right. I think the Saints, yeah. you know, they don't roll with Lattimore because of injury this weekend. I think it's because of – wait, what was I saying? Yeah, I think if uh, they don't roll with Lattimore because of injury this weekend, I don't think you'll see McDougal, if you pronounce his name that way. I don't see him. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, Ev, you, you're getting me off track here. I, I don't think he's playing McDougal. Uh, Ev's uh, chiming in over on Facebook Live for those of you who do not know. Um, I think right now it would be probably uh, PJ Williams. Um, hopefully not uh, Devonte Harris. That's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I think we can all agree nobody wants to see Devonte Harris on the field. But um, yeah, I, I didn't really get too much out of it. I think right now I'm glad Adam Big Hill is back to the practice squad. I'm glad from what I've been reading 
that the Saints picked up a solid special team player. These, from what I've read, it's good things, you know, about Dexter. It's sad to see Alex Oak for an injured reserve, but um, yeah, what Ev said. He says sometimes, yeah, uh, it's what you guys said. Chase comes in a few times when it's a long one in case it's blocked, balanced, and needs to be handled or thrown. But then he also okay. meant, can we please release Devontae Harris? I am all on that. <laughs> I'm all on that boat. Please, for my soul, for my soul too. Whatever. For my Charlie soul. isn't a fan of him either. Charlie, if you go on Saint Charlie's Twitter, man, he roasts that. He roasts Devontae. He Harris. doesn't. Oh, he doesn't have too many fans. No, no. How about, which, which how about you, Mark? I, I think, think his continuing <laughs> on the Devontae Harris work. His his yeah, problem, yeah. I don't think, is as much physical. It's more about mental. Like we yeah. see, yeah. you know, yeah. more of his stuff just mental mistakes, which is is why I kind of, you know, I still kind of like him. Um, I think he has the physical skills to play cornerback in the league. It's just I don't know. I don't know why he has these mental laps. You know, at right. at bad times. You know. So, I don't know. I, I can't blame that on coaching because it's just a one-player thing for the most part. So, yep. he, he's just got to, you know, I don't know, get, get in the playbook or something. Yeah. But so- um, on to the McDougal signing. Uh, yeah, I, like you said, it's special team purposes. Um, yep. I, I can't see him really touching the field much. Uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned that about bringing Sterling Moore back. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Good and so, good. Wow, I think awesome. yeah. So he he, I can see obviously Sterling Moore knows the playbook. He he knows what's, he knows the scheme. He knows what's going on. So I can see him playing this week, and that that signing may mean uh, Lattimore is out this week, which is you know it's it's a blow. But I I think we're going to get Kenny Vaccaro back and AJ Klein back this week, which you know going going to going to be a big big help for us. Yeah. Um, I think. I think missing Kenny missing AJ Klein last week. I think that hurt with a lot of with a lot of communication, and that that may be the reason for some of the stuff. But on Alex Okafor, we, we talked about him earlier. It's a big blow. Uh, now we're just hoping that our, our young guys can step up. Trey Henderson, uh, Kikaha, and Muhammad. We're hoping they they're ready Hopefully. to um to be there. Big hit. We kind of. Expected this. This is what yeah. fifth time this this year. Like right. He's going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure next week he's going to be brought up to the to the team, and we'll be talking about this again about him going back to the practice squad. So that that's we're kind of used to that now. Right. I like him. I'm glad he's back. You know, I don't want him to go anywhere else. Uh, he, he was a fan favorite in the preseason. Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, I like having him. CFL legend, legend Adam Big Hill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we love Adam at this show as yeah. well because uh, I did a I did a, a player profile on him for Who That Dish uh, during the preseason, before the preseason. I remember started. that. And uh, he he I I don't know if you read it or not, but he quoted it and appreciate so you know always always big mm-hmm. big fans of of Big Hill. Um, so Tyler, let's get into some fan questions that that we've been going yeah, on okay. on Twitter. Sure. So let's kick it off. Um, let's see here. It's funny. Uh, I'll, I'll start off with Ev. Shout out to you, Ev. You're in the Facebook Live comments right now, so this is for you, bud. You get to hear it live. This first question of the day, he's got three, is what could happen if Lattimore, Ficaro, and Klein miss more time? What, what do you guys think? Ooh, I don't know. Um, cool. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. We, we've seen this defense play well, but when we're injured, like last week against Redskins, we're, we're, we're definitely exposable. Yeah. We haven't seen yeah. any other players like, like you know, the Vikings team. They, they've had backups kind of step up. We've we've seen that on the offensive line 
uh, of this team, but we have yet to see it happen on on the defense, uh, at least successfully. So, I you know I, I can't really say exactly what would happen. Um, I'm leaning towards you mm-hmm. know obviously that would be bad because those are really talented players. But <laughs> yeah. the system Dennis <laughs> yeah. Allen is implementing, maybe it is just next guy up, and we're able to continue okay. on at least and survive. <laughs> but uh, I have a feeling it could be like mm-hmm. doomsday almost if if those three guys mix miss extended time. Yeah. So. Yeah. What about you, Mark? I seen um I seen earlier that about Kenny Vaccaro being a hundred percent. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure he'll be back to yep. this week. Hopefully. Um, I think Klein is going to be back. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he did practice some last week, which which you know that that shows a lot of process progress. Definitely with Sean Payton because he would hold you out for a, a um, paper cut. Right. So <laughs> yeah. um so that's good to that he he practiced last week. Both of them practiced. So I, I think we have both of them back. I don't see him missing significant time. Um, I wouldn't be surprised with Lattimore being out this week. Yeah. Uh, even though, like I said, it, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be the same injury that that AJ Klein had, just a, a, a normal ankle, in, a normal ankle sprain. That, and like I said, with Sean Payton, he he'd be the one to sit you out for for the week. And we're looking for the bigger picture. You know, which game is more important, this game or the Panthers game next week? I, I have to go with the Panthers game. Yeah. So that's what I yeah. got. What you got? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> uh, nice transition there. Thanks, Mark. Um, that's funny. So I, ret- I retweet a bunch of stuff on Twitter. For those of you guys who do not know, follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Raymond Teller M. We'll mention our social media later, including Mark's. But so a couple of things about the injuries and stuff that I retweeted. So if I could mention something for you guys. AJ Klein says he uh, this is from Joel A. Erickson. Let's search him up, guys. Uh, he is saying that AJ Klein says he's taken his ankle. Day by day, but he hopes he's close to 100% by Sunday. Uh, right now, Marshawn Lattimore is in a walking boot in the locker uh, that was in the locker room today. That's by mm-hmm. Josh Katzenstein. And he says, with the Saints had two cornerbacks this week, probably not a good sign for his availability versus the Rams. Yeah. See his weeks progress. But it's funny, David Romero, uh, Dave and I were actually talking about David a little bit earlier. Uh, shout out to you, David, if you listen to us. He said that the boot means nothing. Just mobilizing right. injury. He could take right. off minutes before the game, put on a shoe and play. Who is expected? Personally, uh, this is not me, David, talking. I don't want the injury lingering, and if he has to sell a few weeks to get 100%, I'm okay with it, as am I. And mm. I can find the one thing about Vicaro. Let's see. Ken Farrell said he's going to play. He was 90% last week, but 105% this week. And then Ev mentions in the Facebook chat, that from Pro Football Focus, Vaccaro is the fourth best cornerback in the slot right now. Mm-hmm. So what do yeah. you guys think about that? Hopefully, we get everybody back. Right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So well, Kenny is Kenny's big this week against Tavon Austin. Yeah, yeah so, we need that. Yeah. He's a hard hit. That's for sure. All right. Yeah. And next, yeah. So the next question I've got from Ev, a shout out to you again, Ev. Um, is can Trey Hendrickson replace Alex Okafor? What do you guys think about that? Ugh. Replace. Uh, Okafor has has been, I don't want to say dominant, but for lack of a better oh, word, dominant against the run this year. Yeah, and the past, like he's been that that kind of in between, yes. kind of like a, a lesser Cam Jordan, you know, on the other side. Yeah. He can play both. I don't know if Henderson's there in the run game yet. Honestly, I don't know if Henderson's there in the pass game yet. You know, I, I can't yeah, say he's just going to replace Alex Okafor. Um, I, I think he's a good substitution. You know, a good rotation. This year, as a rookie, I'm speaking. Um, I, I think he. I, I can't see him, you know, playing the amount of snaps Okafor to play. I think it's going to be more split up with him, yeah. um, Muhammad, and, and Kikaha. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think the combination of those three guys could 
possibly quote unquote replace uh, Okafor yeah. while he's out. But uh, yeah, Hendrickson won't be able to get it done on his own, especially since. And I know we downplay. I, I at least downplay when I just say, "Oh, he, you know, he's just a rookie and he's doing all this." And but uh, you know, Trey Hendrickson again. He this is just his first year in the league. He hasn't been put in the spotlight like you know Lattimore and, and Kamara have. So we don't know how far his development has come along. So he's gonna need some support with uh, Kikaha, yeah. who has you know known about the Saints, or you know he knows the playbook more than him and Mohammed. Uh, because they're both rookies. So, you know, I, I think Kakaha might be the most important guy to step up uh, as yeah. far as that defensive end spot, just because he, he's been part of the Saints for a little bit longer than those two have. So I think that might be his advantage to playing playing a little bit better. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I think right now, I think, you know, obviously uh, Okafor, he's been special for the Saints. Those Saints always don't hit on guys, especially in free agency. You know, we've all had... um. Uh, our worries, our nightmares, I'm sure, about, oh, boy, is this Saints player now, you know, newly acquired from free agency? Is he going to be a hit or miss, you know? Yeah. But, you know, the Brandon Browner, the Champ Bailey, <coughs> Adrian Peterson, you know? <laughs> so, uh, it's funny. Um, as I get into this, uh, Ev actually says on the Facebook Live, Okafor's career best game was last Sunday. Six pressures, six stops versus, versus Trent Williams, nonetheless. So, I agree with you there, Ev. But, you know, for me, I, I just – Yeah, as much as uh, Trey Hendrickson is probably going to get the snap, I think just because he's a rookie – You know, our rookies do make great impacts. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see, see the Saints almost take – Well, you know, like let's split this pie three, four, five ways and see how it goes, you know? Right, yeah. And uh, a quick one before we get into Ev's last question. John Miller also asked from Facebook with Okafor out for the season who will fill that void – Sorry, John, we didn't get to your question specifically. We basically just answered it, so hopefully that answer filled yours too. Filled your pie? Okay. And the last I, question we've hey, got. Hey, Tyler. Yeah. I got something on uh, the Okafor situation that we haven't really brought up. Um, okay. he's, a, he's a free agent after this yes, season, so that's I right. want to really? know how um, that, that plays yeah, out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he only signed you a know. one-year contract with us this offseason, so... Like and that's the thing. Tyler and I talked about this maybe last week, maybe two weeks ago. The contracts that the Saints are gonna have to give out this off season and next. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be. T- I don't know if we're gonna be able to afford all of these guys, and that's we the unfortunate part. That's why we're so lucky to have Kamara on a rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Same with Lattimore. Those Agreed. guys are obviously guaranteed. Ramchick and Ramchick. Yeah. Uh, Pete yeah. is still on on a fairly good contract. We can retain him for a few more years. Other than yeah. that, I mean, you know. Ingram, Unger, you know Ingram's contract could be voided after this this season if he's first team All Pro. That would be uh, I did not terrifying. Know that. Yeah, they, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, there's an incentive in his contract. If he, I can't see Ingram leaving, but that's right. still we got to pay him. So it's, that's terrifying, exactly. Like you and said. then and Drew Brees is going to want a really big paycheck because uh, you We're know broke. he's he's obviously earned it, but still he because of Stafford's huge number. Drew Brees is yeah. going to want something in that Kirk ballpark, Cousins if not too. more. Kirk Cousins will get, yeah, get, Kirk I, I think gonna, Kirk Cousins yep. will going to set a bar for Drew Brees. Yeah. He's going to get paid. they both yeah. going to get paid. Yeah. So um, that's going to be tough, yeah. And then Okafor is, is like, you know, even though he's such a fantastic player for us, he's like seventh or eighth down the list of priorities. That's a tough situation now. It, yeah. yeah. Because, so, you, you know, is he going to be Okafor that we right. had this year when he comes back from a killer's injury, you know? Right. Um, he paid for other teams. I think for the, what the Saints would want, obviously, is Trey Henderson to take off this year. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. kind of that's going to save them some money by not needing or having to get Okafor back. Yep. Yeah. So, so that that that's what they're looking yep. for. Um, yeah. yeah. That's why we got to put all our chips in this season because yeah, you know, this is yes. 
this team could not be nearly the same after just next season. So Absolutely. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Good point. Like Good you point. said, there's a lot of players to bring back. Yep. Yeah, Kenny Vaccaro, we didn't mention him. He, he's going to yep. get some money. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah so that's – I mentioned it to, this to somebody. Kenny Vaccaro, how I think, Tyler, yeah, you brought up about him being the number four slot cornerback. Yeah, what I if, meant what, that. Yeah. What, if, what if Kenny tells us he wants cornerback money? That's he's, I mean, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's not out of the question. He's played enough Jimmy cornerback Graham. to yeah. – That's a Jimmy yeah. situation. Yeah. It's probably unlikely, but, you know, it's possible. He's played enough cornerback to say, yeah. I'm a cornerback. And, 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 cornerback money. and we, we've heard about his kind of behind-the-scenes frustration, so to speak, at least earlier yeah. this season with the Saints. So that could also play into effect. Of, and he's playing so good. Right. But he's playing fantastic. Yeah. He's such yeah. a great guy. I mean, 15th overall pick first round. He's replaced Malcolm Jenkins far and beyond. And, and Jenkins yeah. is such an important player for us who's still balling for the Eagles. And Vaccaro just stepped up, so losing him, like losing Okafor for the rest of this season, really be, would would yeah. be a, would be a huge blow. Would be a huge blow. Yeah, yeah. and they're best friends, so that, yep. that you know it's a, see. another variable. See, I, I just think right now that the Saints are almost like okay, which guy is going to be the odd man out? You know, but the thing right. is, Art, if only they had the money, you know, and I, I think it has to stem back with you know, obviously now we just extended Jeff Ireland. He's going to help with the draft picks. Mm-hmm. That's a big move. That that's yeah. huge. That is yeah. huge. I think I'm just, sure he could have got a GM job this summer if he yeah. if he really went out searching for one. Something would have would have opened up for him to get. Yeah. And I just I just think it's sad right now that the Saints have all these for the most part young playmakers that are really helping this team. And then you have all these you know I wouldn't say super young guys, but guys that have the experience that can change your team for the better. And we just don't have the money. Man, yeah. I, I wish I could empty out my pockets for these guys. I gladly <laughs> give you, I, I gladly give you all the money in the world, Alex, <laughs> Carl. You stay with this team. Uh, I'll give you the shirt off my back for that matter. But the right. question I've got from Ev here is: This is actually a really good one. I didn't think about this uh, going into the episode tonight. Has the defense come far enough along that the Saints can go offense in the first round next draft? What do you guys think? Ooh, that's a good yeah, question. Really good. Yeah. If if you, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm on the, the quarterback bandwagon. I, yeah. I love Baker Mayfield. Same. If we can get Baker, if we can get Baker in the first round, I'm going for it. I also love Cal, Calvin Ridley. Yep. I, I really like him and Cortland Sutton. Um, Cortland Sutton really reminds me of Marcus Coston. He, he's more athletic, but he can play all over as Marcus Coston did, and he can dominate the slot. That, that's why, and he was six four, six five. That that's why he really reminds me of Marcus Coaster. So I, I'm yeah. perfectly fine right now if we go offense. I like it too. Um, yeah, I'm on the quarterback and, bandwagon and, too. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't want a quarterback. Whenever we decide to to do, uh, whenever Breeze is done, I don't want a quarterback to start as a rookie. That's my thing. Yeah. So I want true. someone that's going to sit a year, two, even if it's three years. You know, I, I want someone that's going to that's not just coming out of college starting quarterback. Yep. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. This year, uh, next year at the latest, I would say we need to go ahead and take our quarterback of the future, not just a six, seven round pick, but a quarterback that, you know, that's that 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 we really see as our future. Yep. I agree oh. with Mark. Yep. I'm on the bandwagon, yep. too. I wouldn't mind Baker Mayfield either. I know, Tyler, you don't like you. You, you got mixed, yeah. you got mixed thoughts about Baker. Mayfield. I, I've got but, mixed yeah. thoughts about him. I'll, I'll tell him in a second. What? OK. Yeah. But that that's 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 uh, pretty much Mark. Mark summed it up perfectly. So. Yeah, and it's funny, though, because, like, you know, uh, when I, I see all the different highlights, all the different stats, the dude can play. He, mm-hmm. He's not the tallest of quarterbacks, 
but our goat isn't the tallest, of course. Yeah. The exactly. point for is everyone keeps on reminding me, reminding me of him. You know, Jubilee's making me feel because he's very accurate. I think right now, if you had to tell me, okay, you can pick one quarterback. You're gonna have a short guy that's very accurate, or you can have a tall guy that heaves it downfield but isn't very accurate. I take the short guy that's accurate. Because at this point in time, I think the Saints are looking for a team looking for a team player that will get them where they need to be. You know, I, I feel right. like we have a, a Cam Newton that heaves it downfield, but as we've seen, because he's in our division, doesn't know his left from his right because he can't seem to find an open receiver half the time. I, yeah. I'd rather take the short Drew Brees reminiscing quarterback. But um, I just think it's funny. You know, he's passionate. You know, Baker Mayfield. At the same time, though, he might miss time because he grabs his uh his below the belt area. You know, yeah. So he, oh, he has some growing up to do, no doubt. Yeah, he, no doubt. Just, and he doesn't become um. I know. I think obviously there's a big spectrum here. I just yeah. hope he doesn't become the next Johnny Manziel throwing money signs everywhere. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Okay, here's my thing with him and Johnny. Okay, Johnny had off-the-field problems. Yeah, he Johnny, did. Johnny was in trouble this weekend, next weekend, and, and last weekend. You yep. know, um, <laughs> Baker doesn't really have – he had one incident, I want to say, last year, year before yeah. last, when he was drunk and he ran from the, the cops. Yeah. That a is lot of guys a, are drunk, a big – yeah, that's what I said. Uh, <laughs> you know, how many people have ran from the cops? Right. Yeah. Playfully, and he he was drunk, you know. So I kind of give him a pass for that. Not a pass, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to knock him for, for being a child. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Kevin Sumlin up. never punished Johnny Manziel. And you have Lincoln, you have Lincoln Riley taking away Baker Mayfield's se- uh, captain status for senior night. Yeah. And he's yeah. not starting the game. I don't know how long it'll sit down, but he's not starting the game. Heisman candidate. Like, like, and right. as a head coach of a college team, that that's what you got to do. You got to do some of that stuff. So, but then Kevin Sumlin, Johnny Manziel didn't discipline him at all, and we saw how that turned out. So, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's a little bit, a little bit difference there. Like you're saying, Mark, definitely. Yeah, yeah he, I, I don't like that comparison when people try to, you know, they both have big, big egos and big yep. attitudes, yep. and I'm perfectly fine with that. I, I love it. I love yeah. Baker's energy that he, yeah, the passionate that he brings to the field and and to his team. And like I said, he he's a He's a leader in my eyes. Like Same. Yeah. that, yeah. that team still goes, be, goes or he goes. They go behind him, and you know that was that's what Drew does to, to yeah. New Orleans. So I, I don't see why he can't be, you <laughs> know, Drew's successor. That's how I look at it. It'll take the right quarterback coach too, and I think you know Champagne's still around in black and gold. I'm sure the two of them could go really well nicely. That's funny part. Uh, we yeah. all off topic a bit. I think the Saints can go offense in the first round. I think the defense. You know, if you retain. Most of those players, I think, you know, I think if you keep Kenny Vaccaro, which hopefully they do, the Saints would mm-hmm. not to. Hopefully they extend some guys, rework some contracts. You need Kenny Vaccaro in this defense, especially yeah, yeah. the way he's been playing. You know, we lose Okafor, we lose Okafor. I would love to see him, you know, stay with the team. But in the end, you have to, you know, I've read this so many times on Twitter, next man up. You know, if, if right. he ends up leaving, it doesn't do it somewhere else, you have Trey Hendrickson or someone that hopefully will. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, I'd love to see maybe, I know you guys didn't really mention it, if the Saints don't go quarterback, maybe, I don't know, let's say hypothetical here. Let's say they go quarterback. Let's say maybe they have two first-rounders. I don't know. Anything can happen in the NFL. Yeah. What if they <laughs> went offensive lineman or wide receiver? Because you figure Ted Ginn is old. You're on the older side. Willie Snead hasn't come in back to, fo- uh, to form. Or on the offensive lineman side, you know, you have, you know, it, it doesn't hurt. 
have offensive linemen. So what do you guys think about that? Those I'd be upset with the offensive line pick. I, yeah. I, I, I don't okay. want offensive line pick. Receiver, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I think receiver is a top three need on this team, along yeah. with um, linebacker and maybe quarterback. Uh, but offensive line, I think we, uh, you can argue we have the best offensive line, and you wouldn't, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't be against you saying that. Yep. Uh, so I, I don't see off. I don't want offensive line. The only thing you can go would be center. You know, we're, we're set at our tackles and guards. Unger's yeah. 31. You know, I still yeah. give him a couple oh, seasons. Um, and I think the Saints are really high on Cameron Tom. So, yep. yeah. you know, they're not just going to pay him yeah. to not play like this. Yeah. So he, he's not playing and he's getting paid, you know, pretty good money. So I think they, they have to like him. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe they, they see him as the as as the next Unger. To, to yeah. replace hunger, yeah, maybe. So, yeah. so I think offensive line fine, and I'm, like we talked about, I'm, I'm, I'm high on the receiver. Yeah, I'm with you. I think drafting Pete in 2015 and Ramchick this year is we'll, we'll be set for a while, and then signing Warford this past offseason. Yeah, I'm just Senio mm-hmm. Calamente too. I mean, he, he, he right. he's also on the roster, so another yeah. free agent. Yeah, true. From not- true. I, I will say this though, guys. I, I'm just thinking for me. I think like worst case scenario uh, scenario. <laughs> Because the Saints, you know, uh, for the most part, luckily, you know, even though we've experienced injuries on the offensive mm-hmm. line, we've been resilient enough to overcome them. I'm just thinking, like, right. if something happens and you have Armstead hurt again, what if something happens and there's so much shifting? You know, yeah. I, I just, I just feel like, you know, even in the preseason we saw it. Um, you know, I just think for me personally, obviously, I know people disagree, but I would just almost love to have like another Senior Calamete. Even mm-hmm. if it's you know the top few rounds that you can plug in almost everywhere, you know, like how cool would it be? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, we just lost Armstead. Oh wait, we're fine because we have this guy right here that can play that position. Or if we have Unger go down, we can have someone play anywhere on the line. But um, you know, it's whatever. We'll we'll Sean Payton knows what he's doing for the most part. <laughs> we'll we'll get some good guys, that's for sure. You know, look what we did uh, this year in the draft. So yes. Th- the next one I've got is, it's funny, most of these questions are all centered around Alex Okafor, so I almost feel like I'm repeating myself saying them. Um, I mentioned Twitter. We already really basically covered it. Braden Hall, shout out to you, bud. He mentioned, really would like to know how Alex Okafor's production could be replaced or at least made up for. Do you guys want to hit on that again, or should we move on to the next one? Yeah, we, I think we've already said, yeah, majority. Yeah, of it. I agree. Dude. Then we've only got two more main questions to hit on tonight, then. And they are both from Carrie, also known as Carrie underscore Helen, 13 on Twitter. She says, what do you think we have to do to beat the Rams, stay with the run, or let Breeze have a pass fest? What do you guys think? Yeah, run. Uh, we kind of alluded to it earlier. At, at, yeah. least, at least I think run just because the, how, how poor the Rams are at, at stopping the run. Um, yes. and, and I think, like, like I said, we went from relying on the ground game against Buffalo to essentially blow them out, right? 60 rushing touchdowns. Breeze only threw the ball like 24 times. Uh, but then Breeze, we, we tried to do that against Washington, but Breeze had to have us come from behind. Um, and yep. I, th- and I, I don't really like relying on Drew Breeze two weeks in a row to get a victory. So uh, yeah. I think we got to stay with the run. Rams are poor stopping it, and we're one of the best teams in the league at, at going after it. So, yeah, I, I'd say stick with the run for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, Dayton. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> you run the ball. That's you know that that's our strength on offense. I mean, obviously in the, in our back pocket we still got Drew's arm, so right. let's hope we don't have to you know don't have to dig back there. Um, you know, showing this year he he's showing it, shown 
that if he can run the ball, he will run the ball against the Ram defense. That those opportunities should be there. So hopefully, I think I think we yeah I think we should just run the ball. So yeah, I agree too. And the last one I've got for you guys tonight is: Do you guys think Marshawn Lattimore will play? Basically, uh, Kerry was asking me on uh, Twitter: Is that do we think uh, he'll be good to go? You know, right now, as we met, alluded to earlier, he's in a boot, but it was only an ankle injury. So, do you guys think yeah. he'll play? Yeah. And what do you think the impact will be with and without him? Yeah, I I, I think I agree with Mark on this. Uh, I see him playing. Um, depends on who he's going to go up against. I think he'll probably go up mm-hmm. against Watkins for That'll most of the game, uh, which, will, which will be a pretty good matchup. And, again, Rams are thin at receiver, so if we can shut Watkins down with Lattimore, we're in good shape. Yeah. If not, I mean... I I have some, you know, it, I think Lattimore will definitely play. It just depends on how how much he'll play. But uh, yeah. you know, I got confidence in Crawley and 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 PJ Williams at least to kind of step up. And now no that we have Bacaro right. back, Bacaro's back too. So I think we'll be in good shape either way. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? I, I agree with Dayton. Now, I'm on the <laughs> fence with. Yeah, man, man, Dayton. Are, you know, we. Oh yeah. I don't know. We got a connection here. <laughs> but but uh, I, I'm really on the fence with Lattimore. I, I can see him playing. I think if if this game, if Sean sees this game as a game that matters, he wants to win, Lattimore will play. If Sean's like, hey, we got to beat the Panthers next week, Lattimore won't play. That, that, that's yeah. kind of how I, I think he's healthy enough to play. Like I said, from the looks of the injury, it looked like a normal ankle sprain, which is you really probably could play on it that week, but it, it, you can you know sit out to, to be healthier. Um, so... It's really – it depends on what, what Coach Payton wants to do. Uh, I, I don't think the walking boot means anything. It, it's just something that the Saints that, – that Sean does, precautionary reasons. Um, like with A.J. Klein, he, if I'm not mistaken, he had it on the week of his injury and then practiced the next week. So, you know, it's just one of those things that, that the Saints do. Yeah, I, I agree. I think right now if, um, you know, if the Saints have to lie without Marshall Lamar, I think they'll be fine as long yeah. as one thing happens. You do not let Devontae Harris see that. (laughs) I don't want him. I don't want to touch him with a 40-foot pole. Christmas is coming up. uh, The Grinch. (laughs) I don't want him anywhere near that field. I think right now, you know, I was a big fan of Sterling Moore. And I was really upset a while back when he got cut, you know. So, but I'm a fan of those guys. Carl, Sterling Moore, P.J. Williams, Mm -hmm. uh, whoever I didn't mention. Just no Devontae Harris. But that's all the questions we have, guys. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Fantastic episode. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. Uh, before we do our little sign-off, go and plug away at your social media real quick for the uh, for the people to know. Okay, man. Twitter is, is, is really the only social media I use football-wide. So you can follow me at M underscore George 5. I'm always talking to Tyler on there somewhere. Yeah. So I'm sure he's added me somewhere. So you can't find, can't look it up. Just he look on his page somewhere. Yeah, I'll tag it, bud. Roasting Falcons fans too is what what Mark is awesome at doing. So. You're a savage, Mark. And everybody loves that. Everybody loves clowning the twenty eight and threes. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I love it. All right, Mark. Again, thanks so much. Uh, if you don't mind staying on while we do our little sign off, Tyler, you got the floor, yeah. man. Thank right. y'all for having thanks. me. Though. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Thanks for coming on. Anytime. So as always, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I want to thank Facebook Live right now for, one, uh, being a success, and, two, having a bunch of people that came on tonight and supported us. We appreciate that, as always. Who'd have for you guys? Um, 
make sure to follow us on our social media because, as always, we love connecting with you guys. As you saw tonight, if you uh, check us on uh, Facebook Live or Facebook eventually, you'll see that we connected with a bunch of our commenters tonight. So make sure to do that. But follow us on social media because, as always, you can't connect with us if you aren't following us. There you go. So make sure to follow Dayton Brown at Dayton uh, underscore Brown underscore. You can follow me at Raymond Tyler M. You can follow our official Fetish Podcast account at the WDD Podcast. Make sure to check us both out on Facebook. I'll start doing this now because we'll be running Facebook Live too. Follow me, uh, Tyler Ramignon. You know, send me a friend request. So I want you guys, if you've got something Saints related in your profile picture, I'm assuming the same goes for Dayton. Make sure to check us out on Facebook. You know, the Who That Dish, that's where most of these uh, Facebook Live episodes will be going, hopefully. Um, Make sure to follow us on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Just search the Who That Dish podcast. As always, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate the support. We're like just under 25 episodes right now, and it's been phenomenal. So, oh, one yep. more thing. We didn't uh, we didn't plug away at any articles this week for Who That Dish, but as always, make sure to check out the lovely articles that are being posted there. You know, yes. well, great work from those guys there. So, whodatdish.com. If you're not living there, you should be. Again, I wanted to thank uh, Mark for coming on the show today. Great thank stuff. You, Mark. Thank Woo. you to uh, uh, Tyler as well for being a great co-host. Thank you, thank you everybody out there for listening as well. Um, yeah, again, going strong. This is the the second part of, of episode 23, and and we love yep. doing these second parts, kind of splitting the games up, having more people on the show, getting to talk yep. more and deliver you guys more content so we love it um happy thanksgiving to everybody listening including you to uh mark and tyler happy thanksgiving everybody thank Thank you you. thank you again for listening and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys soon go saints